welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, October, October 14th. The S&P closed down half a percent. We got some pretty interesting action going on in the after hours. But first, what did you see during the trading session today? So today was a healthy down day for the market, if you will. The headlines are reading that we're down on stimulus talks, but this was not a sell-off by any means. The market can't go straight up without some healthy sideways digestive action, and that's largely what we saw today. As far as stimulus talks go, it's looking increasingly likely we won't have a deal done by election. How much the market will care about this is anyone's best guess. Just last Tuesday, President Trump tweeted to stop negotiations until after the election, and the market reacted very negatively with a sharp move lower. Since then, he's backtracked and the market's only risen. It seems they've made some headway towards getting a deal done with both sides making some concessions. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin came out today and said, quote, getting something done before the election and executing on that would be very difficult. So both, both sides plan to speak again tomorrow. I'm sure we'll have another update by then. But again, anyone's best guess to how much the market will care about this news because the negative headlines clearly don't have the same effect as they did a week ago. Bank of America and Wells Fargo both reported earnings this morning. The stocks are down, we're down five and six percent respectively. What do you make out of these earnings from the banks? So the big banks are feeling the effects of the Fed's massive monetary easing policy and keeping interest rates as close to zero as humanly possible as the Fed focuses on the bigger picture of nationwide economic recovery. With the Fed saying they'll keep interest rates low for the unforeseen future. You know, which is looking like the next three years, they state the commercial banking industry will continue to take hits as they lose so much net interest income from low rates. So Bank of America's trading desk, they can help out a little bit. Profits increasing 4% year over year, but not enough with net interest income down 17% year over year. Wells Fargo doesn't have the benefit of being bailed out by a trading desk. And they had the weakest earnings of any bank we've seen report thus far with net interest income down 20% year over year. So even with both banks showcasing robust mortgage banking results, they're going to need to make some major adjustments to their core businesses in order to turn the ship around over the next few quarters in this low rate environment. Goldman Sachs also reported earnings. This is one of the few major banks to close green today. What was significant about Goldman's earnings compared to Bank of America and Wells? So the past few years, Goldman has lost its luster a bit as the top investment banking around. But after this quarter, they're looking like the top dog of the industry once again. Blowout quarter here, nearly doubling the earnings per share expectations. Their trading desk especially killed it. Global markets revenue of $4.5 billion, up 29% year over year. So company-wide revenue of $10.8 billion, topped estimates by over a billion dollars, all thanks to the trading asset management division. So looks like the king is back. Shake Fastly is down 30% after hours. The company guides lower for the next quarter. We also seen Datadog and Cloudflare down considerable amounts on the news. Why is Fastly falling to the floor here? So Fastly is, of course, largely associated with TikTok as it's our largest customer and responsible for about 15% of the company's revenue. So this company is trading on some extreme growth valuation. So any faltering in the growth area is going to get the stock crushed. As we can see in this move after hours, dropping a ridiculous 30% in a few minutes once this news was released. So what happened with their guidance? Well, they're blaming it on the US-China TikTok saga, and that's where the revision came from. From the, from the press release, they state, and I quote, 
due to the impacts of the uncertain geopolitical environment usage of Fastly's platform by its previously disclosed largest customer, <clears throat> TikTok, did not meet expectations, resulting in a corresponding significant reduction in revenue from this customer. So again, these high growth trade, these high growth companies trade at such extreme valuations because they're pricing in supreme growth. So when the numbers don't back up the growth trajectory, investors run for the hill fast, and, and that's what we're seeing right here. All righty, Shake. Well, I'm sure Fastly will be an absolute frenzy in the morning when the market's open, but we'll touch base with you in the afternoon. Sounds good. Talk to you then. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.